the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. I am so glad that you stayed with us. I have Rebecca Greenfield here in the studio live. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. So excited to be here. I'm very honored. I know. It's so much fun. We've been taking photos and we're, we're just having a good time. We've just met and I I am reading that you have a bachelor's in nuclear medicine technology. Yes. That's, yes. that's blowing my mind. That's, that sounds very smart. <laughs> no, no. I wish I was smarter than I was. <laughs> no, I think this is going to be great. And then you followed that with a master in theological studies. How cool. Yes. Yeah. And I think that for me, the really fascinating thing was that you have uh, written a book called Raw, The Inner Workings of a Reawakened Soul and a Study Guide. So this is going to be a great episode. We want to talk about all of that and learn more from you because you have so much to give. So thank you again for being here with us. Well, thank you. Why don't you tell us your God story? How did you meet God? Okay, well, I... um... I am a, an only child. Mm-hmm. I'm a spoiled only child, so I'm an only grandchild on both sides. So I had, I've awesome. had a good life. So I start there, and I know a lot of people aren't fortunate with that. Mm-hmm. But um, I uh, actually was introduced to Christ through my parents in my playroom uh, when I was five. And I remember I, I didn't want to go to hell, right? Wow, you know, so yeah, sure. I, we, we prayed, and I accepted Christ as my Savior and um, grew up in a, a strong Christian home strong Christian church, um, went to college and I went actually to a Christian college. Um, I went to public school, but I did go to a Christian college Mm. and, um, had a, just one of those life experiences that kind of shook me up a little bit. And it was the first time that I really needed to challenge my faith. Mm. And so at that point I felt like God had betrayed me. Uh, And um, I, I didn't, I, you know, I tried the Christian cliches and they just weren't cutting it. And I just kind of decided I'm not sure if I believe in this God anymore. And then if I, if there is a God, is it the one that I grew up with um, and learning about? Mm. Or, you know, if I was in India, would I be Hindu? If I was born in Iraq, would I be Muslim? So I really, really kind of just needed to figure that out and didn't feel at peace with where I was in my, my faith. And who I believed in and what I believed in. And so I shelved Christianity kind of for a couple of years. Mm. Um, and um, like God met me so much, even though I wasn't even sure I believed in him. <laughs> I love that. So, like you went from this picture perfect childhood and yes. everything with God was perfect. And then when your world was shaken, yes, you had to answer the real questions. Yes. And mm-hmm. it was, um, it was very pivotal for me. It was like a very good faith experience that I didn't realize he needed, but I just felt like God was kind of undoing me to redo me, but I didn't even know that. Mm. And so I was searching out other religions. Um, I was doing a lot of research on those religions, just trying to figure out like where I would be if, you know, like maybe this isn't, this whole thing is just, just Mm. made up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, um, and I tried to like meet with people. I'd listen to different lectures, just trying to really investigate like what is faith? 
what faith is is true. And then um, I remember uh, kind of getting to a point where someone questioned me. I went on this mission trip. Again, I, I remember talking with like the atheist. There was an atheist on the mission, on the mission trip. trip. <laughs> yes. And I really could connect with him, you know. He <laughs> found the one person. Yeah, you know, and so... Um, I, I remember us having those conversations and then a, another lady from that mission trip, we kind of met up afterwards and she kind of put me on the spot. She's like, what are you waiting for? Like at mm-hmm. what point? Cause you've done a lot of searching on this. You're kind of landing your ship on this, but you know, are landing your plane on this. And it's like, where, where are you going to land on this? And so I went home that night and I actually journaled, just tried to figure out. And I was like, well, I could be Jewish. Maybe I kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of feel yeah. like I align with some of those things. And then there was the problem of Jesus, the good yeah. problem of Jesus. A very good problem. And I was like, I can't, I can't, like, I can't, I can't logically get past this. So like, um, so I recommitted my, my, my life to Christ at that point. Oh, wow. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I wonder if your parents panicked in that in-between <laughs> phase, did they? Yes. Were they yes. praying or? Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. And I think they panicked more than they let me know because sure. I, I remember having the awkward conversation after I had rededicated my life and, and they were saying how they had been concerned and they knew like, you know, I had been seeking and searching and I wasn't really who I mm-hmm. used to be kind of thing. And, and I think that was hard for them. You know, my mom said, you know, so many prayers of going into that, but I have a very faithful family That's awesome. who prays for me all the time. So, um, and, you know, I just, it was, it was something I needed to go through and yeah. has changed my life in a positive way. Um, but yes, I'm sure that was not comfortable for being a parent. I think some people never do the hard work of the historical accuracy yes. of the Bible and of the death, burial and resurrection of Christ. Did you do some of that yes. research as well? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things I forget, but I remember just trying to go through question by question and like without me knowing it, like the, the God I was yelling at or didn't know if I believed in was totally meeting me in unprecedented mm. ways through questions and, yeah. and outside of the Christian circle. Like he was just meeting me mm-hmm. even in the midst of my studying of other yeah. religions. And it was just like truth rises to the top. God mm-hmm. is the author of truth. And so it just kept he mm-hmm. kept bringing the truth to the top. And so you'd. You'd follow one question and lead you down another question. He'd bring certain people in your lives to have these awkward conversations with. And Mm. um, it it was so orchestrated by him without me even knowing it and me being an angry person in the background, not really Mm. appreciating how much God had been taking care of me that whole time. We we sang this past Sunday, great is thy faithfulness. And when you look back, it's easy to see his faithfulness through our lives that sounds to me like he was with you that entire time he was it gives you hope as a parent and as you know Mm -hmm. all the parents out there to say let's keep praying for our kids keep trusting god for any anyone really in your life that that you want to turn to the lord yes he's faithful he's so faithful he is and he works through so much through the power of prayer and prayerful people and um i've just seen that time and time again i so believe in the power of prayer and Mm -hmm. just uh, God's power displayed through the power of prayer, you know. Did did you leave Christian school in that process? No, I, I well, I had to actually for my degree. Okay. So um, I had started the faith crisis kind of my last semester probably of that, of that Christian schooling. And then I, they didn't offer my nuclear medicine degree. So I ended up having to switch schools anyway. And so I, I remember even just like graduating that program, mm-hmm. kind of figuring like, where do I stand with God, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of, I was still in the middle of that searching and, um, through that whole year, but kind of toward 
getting towards the end of that, but mm-hmm. and kind of realizing, okay, you know, I think, I think he still exists. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I, I remember my maiden name is God B. Oh, cool. And I remember in junior high thinking, I feel like I have a neon sign that stares me in the face every day when I sign my name on my paper. I cannot get away from God everywhere I turn. He's there. He's there. He's there. Yes. And I was like, he's in my name. It's like Jonah. That's right. But there's a point where you're like, I just can't deny him. He's, yeah. he's right there, he isn't is. he? Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I, I love that because you see him. I always say he's like a tailor fit God, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and not to be individualistic on it, no. you know, but he, he knows how to meet you the way you need to be met. <laughs> yep. And it's profound. It's just like, it's something you needed to hear, not, not your sister, you know, it's we, you. If you can, so how did being a nuclear, this, this degree, how did that change your perspective of God or what did you learn about God in that? Cause he is so vast. He mm-hmm. is so, I, I mean, the creator of the universe loves yes. us. Yes. Um, that was like science to me has I know sometimes that is hard for people's faith sometimes, but it has been almost worshipful, like Mm. in the sense that the stuff you see in science, it's like you cannot deny that there is a creator. Mm -hmm. There is some there is some masterpiece, you know, mastermind behind this masterpiece. And it's just the way things so intricately work together and are symbiotic with one another. It's just profound. And I'm like, this is only points to me that, yes, there is a creator. And so I, that helped me kind of in the initial starts of if God exists. I'm yeah. like, well, there has to be a creator because science itself just to me points that there's something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I didn't know who that creator was. And and I remember during my nuclear school, I had a lot of traveling. And um, so I would listen to podcasts yeah. and I, it gave me like a lot of time in the car with just me and like yeah, learning learn. And so, yeah, so that helps actually in a lot of ways. Again, a place where God met me because we just, I just had a significant drive on a lot of locations just mm-hmm. to school. It was like an hour and 15 minutes just to drive there. So like I would have a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. for that. So we have like one minute left. What is something like a fun fact about something science related that, that helps you think about God or worship God more? Um, I just, I, I I don't have the exact the exact fact on it, but basically, if the Earth was tilted mm-hmm. just a little bit more in a degree, you mm-hmm. know, then we would either all freeze or we would all burn. Yeah, and I think, yet yeah, we as humans operate at ninety eight point six degrees about that <laughs> on this, you know, this constantly Earth, moving Earth, constantly moving at just the right angle with just the right centrifugal force, and I'm like, that that's, that's pretty just powerful. profound. Yeah. Mm. so and he's watching over us yeah yeah he really is won't it be fun one day we'll get to heaven and we'll get to understand the galaxies and understand the stars and understand all of it from his bird's eye point of view oh yes yes Uh, we'll be in awe yeah we really will i can't wait some days i get excited about (laughs) heaven but anyway you have been listening to simply for women i'm jennifer it's a joy to have rebecca greenfield and you're gonna stay with us all right yes you gotta catch us up catch up with us on the next show because we aren't finished we want to hear more more of your story and more about raw this book about the soul so we want to get caught up on that and i need you to do me a favor i want you to go to instagram go to jenniferjackson.e because in my bio i want you to follow because i have some events coming up there's just so much to share so so go there you can go to my website and we want to be together i want to meet you i want to hear from you You have been listening to Simply for Women.
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.